So, I just wanted to talk about uh, salsa for just a few minutes. Everybody thinks of salsa as chips and salsa. And that's probably because salsa is so tasty and so easy to just eat by itself that the meaning and use of salsa has been lost over time so that people think, oh, that's just something I eat with chips. Now, I don't want to group everybody into that because lots of people, I mean, my grandma would save some salsa put on her tacos, uh, you know, that's that sort of thing. So people do still use salsa for its intended purposes, and that is not as a side condiment or a side dish, but as something you cook with your beef or chicken or whatever. Now, there are many, many types of salsa out there, and a lot of people aren't familiar with them. Um, but, uh, you know, besides the heat level, there's the tomato base and there's the pepper base. And what I mean by that is a tomato base is usually diced tomatoes and then you add the, uh, the onions, the celery, the pepper, and uh, some herbs like cilantro to it. And you mix it up. It's usually pretty simple. And then you have the pepper base. You either have the wet pepper base, which is fresh, cut up the peppers similar to the tomatoes, then you add everything else to it, or you have the pepper base, which is dry. And that's where you add water to it and you mix it up and it's usually pre-done. The dried pepper base is usually best for things like barbecue rubs or pate, you know, I say a pate because that's kind of like the consistency of it when you mix it up and you spread it over the your meat or whatever dish you may have. Sometimes it's uh, the dried pepper base is good to mix with something that you're frying up because then it can absorb into the meat. Now you can either reconstitute the dried pepper base first and mix it up kind of, you know, as you would anything else. Or you can leave the dried pepper base as in its dry form and let the grease kind of reconstitute it a little bit while it embeds the flavor into the meat. Now, I don't know much about making sausage, uh, so I can't give you any good sausage recipes, but uh, if I recall correctly, a lot of sausage recipes have this sort of dried pepper base which is added to the sausage uh, that way when you cook up the sausage you know after you after the sausage goes on for a period of time uh, some sausage you dry out some sausage you immediately case up and you cook um, <clears throat> that's usually how you add flavor to the sausage it's usually with like a pepper base or you know a dry rub which can sort of be reconstituted that way when it's cooked the sausage and the base, that the seasoning base, uh, absorbs uh, the uh, water or cooking oils that you're using to cook it up with. Now, 
One of the best things about salsa, when you use it to season, is that you can, you, you, when you're barbecuing, you put it over whatever it is that you've got cooking, and it will, the salsa, if it's a dry pepper base, you know, that's, that's reconstituted, it kind of forms a crust. And if it's a wet pepper base or a wet tomato base, it will form, it will, the juices of the salsa will soak into the meat, especially so, or, or vegetables, you can put on vegetables too that you're barbecuing, but it will protect the food that you're cooking from being dried out by the smoke. Now, I've mentioned it before, I'm going to mention it again. Uh, this is the list of various salsas that I've come across. There's the green pepper base, very similar to the tomato base, uh, except without the tomatoes, you have the peppers, you have the onions, you have the cilantro, you have the extra uh, other peppers and seasonings. Usually with a pepper base, the thickness, when it's a wet pepper base, the wet, thick peppers uh, that you use are typically not hot, like Anaheim or even bell peppers. Uh, bell peppers make a fantastic base, especially a relish. Um, pepper relish, in a lot of ways, is an extension of salsa, because you usually take, you or you you take the base that you would create the salsa with, you pickle it, you dice it up, you usually have the onions in there, and when you take it out, you can mix it with the other peppers and everything else to reconstitute it as a slightly vinegary salsa. Or you could just have the pepper relish as pepper relish. Pepper relish is fantastic. Uh, it's a little bit removed from salsa, but it still counts as something that you use to cook with. I used my pepper relish on my ribs all the time. It was a bell pepper relish. I put habaneros in it. Uh, I and so it was a bell pepper paste with habanero, serrano, and um, onions. And I don't think I'd any parsley, but I I do think I, I I would put something else in there, uh, depending on what vegetables I saw nearby. So you can use salsa as a rub. You can use salsa on top of baked items. You can use salsa inside your tacos or burritos. Obviously, I mean, if uh, anybody who's had burritos at home, you probably put salsa in it. Now, there's also picante sauce, which is different than salsa um, to a degree, as people may know, like paste picante sauce. It tends to be sweeter, and it tends not to have the same type of kick as a deli salsa, which is diced, large diced, uh, juicy bits of tomato, onions, uh, cilantro, celery, etc., all of the uh, then there's the uh, um, uh, pico de gallo. Pico de gallo can have tomatoes in it, but typically it doesn't. It's usually uh, diced up uh, medium heat peppers with um, onions and uh, usually you know like in a vinegar base. Quite frankly, when I make pico de gallo, I cheat and I use 
an Asian vinegar or Asian rice vinegar, which is very sweet, you know, the sweet white rice vinegar, and cabbage. Cabbage is wonderful, and you'd also stick some black pepper in it. That's what pico de gallo typically is. It makes, all of this makes for fabulous rubs and everything else. I'll often eat pico de gallo uh, just, you know, with chips and stuff, like I would salsa. Uh, I love the cabbage because it adds a sweetness to it that tomatoes would add without having to have tomatoes in with the mix. Some people have pico de gallo without any cabbage in it. I think that uh, the cabbage is, because of its health factor, because of its taste, is a valuable ingredient to pico de gallo. But everybody has their own version of pico de gallo. And so, you know, I think I've covered them all. I think I've covered all the salsas. Think about what you can do with them. They can be spreads. They can be rubs. They can be base for basting. Uh, they can be any form of ingredient you want them to be. But just be mindful of the taste of each type of salsa, as you would the taste of each type of herb. And sometimes your favorite salsa does not go well with your favorite food. Like I don't really, I love picante sauce. I love to eat picante with, and remember it's called picante sauce. That's what it is. It is a sauce. Um, I love to eat it with chips, but I don't like it with my macaroni and cheese. Uh, I love pico de gallo. I don't like it in my macaroni and cheese. I love deli salsa and I love that in my macaroni and cheese. So um, pico de gallo is really great with tacos. Uh, it's also great with um, uh, ribs. Ribs can take anything. The only thing that I will say, I do not care for the dried uh, pepper salsa that you reconstitute. A lot of restaurants do that to save time, and it almost always gives me a headache. Uh, oh, there's a message to me. Anyway, sorry about that, guys. Uh, no, I can't edit it out because uh, it's really difficult. Um, I don't know. I, no, I won't. Anyway, so um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, the reconstituted salsa uh, typically has other dried ingredients like dried garlic. Dried powdered garlic. The way garlic is powdered and dried mm -hmm. almost... Oh, there's another one. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I'm so sorry, guys, for these interruptions, but those were messages to me. Anyway, so um, dried reconstituted things tend to have nitrites and nitrates in them. And they tend to be high in sodium, and which burns through your, your veins and your arteries. So my suggestion is always to avoid the reconstituted stuff. There's plenty of pickled, preserved, diced, semi-dried... Uh, you know, regular chili powder is typically okay. It typically doesn't have that many nitrates in it because red chilies, they will dry out by themselves. And as opposed to being 
unnaturally dried through a mechanical process. And they usually just turn into powder naturally. So my suggestion is, especially if you're looking for garlic or anything else uh, to add to your salsa, and yes, garlic is a typical part of salsa, although usually very little, get the garlic that's finely minced. If you don't like dealing with cutting it up and smelling like garlic afterwards, they sell jars of garlic that's finely minced. And uh, that will help uh, with some flavor. Anyway, so uh, thank you for dealing with me and, and the two interruptions. Uh, that's my explanation of salsa. Uh, if you want to learn the history of salsa, I swear to God, it's a fascinating history of cultures mixing together everything from pre-Aztec on through the Spanish uh, uh, conquering of those uh, empires. A salsa has traveled the world because it's an amazing seasoning. And just remember, salsa comes from salts or salts. And that is Latin for salt. And Latin, you know, the Romans used the word salt for a number of seasonings, not just salt, although salt was a primary seasoning. And that's what it means. It means seasoning. So use it. Be creative. Learn what the different tastes are. Think about how you want something to uh, to taste. Think about uh, the, the different branches of salsa from the very savory over to the very sweet. Salsa is a fantastic and wonderful uh, seasoning to cook with. Uh, I usually have two types of salsa. I usually have picante sauce and deli salsa in my fridge. And when I want to make pico de gallo, I make it by hand. Um, it's very simple. There, there are very few pico de gallo, uh, you know, bottled pico de gallos out there or, or encased ones that are ready-made. So usually you have to make it by yourself. But don't worry, it's not that difficult. And uh, if you're like me, go ahead and cheat a little bit. Grab some sweet rice vinegar. It um, it kills any potential bitterness from the onions. And I don't know. I just love the flavor. Anyway, so take care. Love you all. Thank you for listening to my food podcast while I'm sick. Thank you for dealing with the interruptions. And take care.